Owning our story can be hard, but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. Embracing our vulnerabilities is risky, but not nearly as dangerous as giving up on love and belonging and joy, the experiences that make us the most vulnerable. Only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light. Brene Brown Welcome to Beauty Beyond the Ashes podcast, a support podcast to inspire and encourage women of faith while navigating the process of self-forgiveness to release and live beyond the guilt, shame, and regret of their past choices. I am the creator and your host, Tanya B. Jones. Hello, 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 my sister friends, and hello and welcome to the gentlemen listeners as well. Thank you for joining me here on Beauty Beyond the Ashes podcast, where we discuss all things forgiveness, restoration, freedom, healing, and wholeness so that we can walk in God's purpose and calling with courage and boldness. I am so excited about today's um, topic because that's where I began. That's where the journey of healing began. And it was my story. Owning your story is difficult. You you heard the quote I said from Dr. Brene Brown. She is a research professor and she has done about two, probably more decades of study that revolves around Um, vulnerability and shame and empathy and courage. And all of those words kind of go together. Vulnerability is the process that we're going to use to be able to embrace our stories. We have to be vulnerable enough to tell ourselves our truth (laughs) because we can't tell it to anyone else if we haven't owned our own truth, owned our own stories. And Uh, From that vulnerability comes courage to do whatever it is you need to do with that story. Um, Everybody is not meant to share their story publicly, but your story is definitely meant to help someone else. And God will prompt you when that time is. God prompted me to share my story Uh, worldwide, I guess, since I'm on this podcast. Um, but but that's what he gave me. I know down in my heart, that's the assignment that he gave me regarding my story. But what about you? What about you? Where are you in your story? Where are you when it comes to owning your story? Not just owning the story, but embracing the story. The beginning quote from the podcast was by Brene Brown, and it reads, owning our story can be hard, but not nearly as difficult as spending our lives running from it. Embracing our vulnerabilities is risky, but not nearly as dangerous as giving up on love and belonging and joy, the experiences that make us the most vulnerable. Only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light. Everything she says in this quote is pretty much revolutionary. Like it it changes your thought process if you really take it in. 
One of the things we have to do in our story is begin to be honest about our stories. We have to take responsibility for the part of our story that has us damaged. The part of the story that we're running from, the part of the story that hurt us, the decision that we made in this story that turned out not to be so good. And that's okay because that's just a chapter in your story. God has a whole lot more of your story after that chapter. But if you're stuck in that chapter, you'll never get to the end of the book. You'll never get to the end of your your story. Your life's journey will be cut short. It will be, and that's not about your life. It's about the journey. You want to get to where God is, is taking you before your life journey ends. So enjoy the process. Like Brene says, the love and belonging and the joy. That's the part of life that we want to embrace and take hold of. And you have to, you have to deal with the story first. Some of our stories come from our own decisions. And some of our stories come from things that have been perpetrated against us. There are things that happen to us and subsequently we made uh, bad decisions. There are things that may have happened along the way of our lives that caused us to make a bad decision. Some of our stories originate from a different place. Some of our stories originate from things that were done to us. Trauma that was placed upon us. Um, For instance, childhood trauma, sexual abuse, molestation, um, abandonment. Those are all things that were perpetrated against us that we may have been traumatized by and then we have a subsequent decision-making pattern that comes from that place of trauma. So let me define trauma for you um, according to the American Psychological Association. It is defined as an emotional and physiological response to any event that is deemed stressful, threatening, or harmful. So when we're talking about trauma, it's not just these major events that we hear about, um, the sexual abuse, the uh, abandonment, the physical abuse, the emotional abuse that's done to us. That's, that's trauma, but that's not the only trauma that there is. Trauma is not the event, it's the response to the event. Those events were traumatizing to us. So it's the aftermath of the event that where the trauma is. Now, by no means am I a mental health professional at all. I have picked up information along the way, and that is what I want to do to share information from my point of view of what I've learned along the way. In the world of psychology, there are two different types of trauma that is described. There's the little T trauma and the big T trauma. So the big T trauma are those uh, 
profound events that happen. It is the major car crash, uh, someone um, being killed in front of you, natural disasters that wipe out a whole you know, city or things of that nature. Those are your big T traumas. And then there are the little T traumas. And Mariana Elena Bucci describes the little T traumas as um, referring to painful experiences that exceed our ability to cope, leading to disruptions in emotional functioning and subsequent behavioral responses. That is exactly what I was talking about earlier. We have things that are done to us or that we have done that become so stressful for us, that become overwhelming for us, that we are unable to properly process them. And it exceeds our ability to cope. That causes a disruption in our emotional processes, which subsequently affects our behavioral patterns. So my choice to have an abortion was the beginning event that subsequently led me to many, many other poor choices and poor decisions and poor behavioral responses. Everyone responds to abortion differently. Some people become suicidal from it. Some people walk away and never think about it again. And then that there are those that are in between those two dynamics. There are choices that you may have made that have you teetering in between those two extremes. The event that you experienced, the choice that you made, that could have you in a place of suicidal thoughts. My friend and podcaster talks about this all the time where she, because of her abortion, she was riddled with guilt, riddled with shame every single day until she began her, her healing journey. Other people, they walk away. They, they are able to just pick up with life and deal with daily stresses there, thereafter without a problem. I was in between and didn't even know that I was in between or that there were two extremes. And that's where you may be. You may be like walking along in life. You may be, you know, praising the Lord and, and, and serving as hard as you can, but you kind of feel like mm, something's off. You got to go back and kind of look at some things. Why are you feeling off? What is it that has you stuck? And you have to begin to dig into your story, dig into the background of your life and say, was there something in my life that happened that made me a little bit emotionally unstable? And my response to that was to bury it all and keep moving. But in the moving, am I covering up still or am I truly okay? And if you're truly okay, that is a blessing from God right? You're, you don't have to worry about wallowing in the miry clay of life. You've already been restored from that, right? There are some of us who are Christian women who are saturated in regret. We are shackled to shame and we can't bring that to the forefront because we're afraid someone is going to judge us 
because of the story that initiated it. And we have to do something to get past that so that we can experience the joy and the love and the belonging and the worthiness and all that God has for us to experience on the other side. I thought I was okay. I had the house, I had the car, I have the husband, I have the children, I have the little dog, all was good until I figure out it wasn't. Until I figure out it wasn't. And when I, when I first began, trauma was nowhere in my language. Grief was nowhere in my language. Nowhere in my story would I have felt that I was, I had trauma in my life. And, and, and know this, when you start addressing life, things may come up that you never expected. There may be some things, but it, it's about having the courage to face it all. And the courage is from God. Isaiah 41 and 10 says, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. God is still the same God. The God that did this for the people of the Old Testament. This is a principle for us to lay our foundation that he is still doing it in the present day. He's still there for us. We have, we, we don't have to fear the fear that he talked about in Isaiah in the old Testament is the same fear that he's talking about in second Timothy for God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. All of that is being able to live in joy, in the joy of the Lord. And he's going to help you to do that. But in order to do that, you have to start dealing with your story. What is your story? Have you, have you identified it yet? Have you taken it to the Lord yet? Have you talked with him about it? Because when we're, we're talking with God about our story and revealing it to him, we're revealing it to ourselves. And, and the best way to do that is to journal, write it all down. It gets it out. It gets it out of you. You all know that I follow the three C's that Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson gives when she's coaching. And those three things are counseling, coaching, and community. So I'm a promoter of using a mental health therapist when you're, when you're dealing with your story because they will walk you through it, right? The therapist is there to walk you through the past. The coach is there to walk you into your future and they work hand in hand because the more you work with your counselor in addressing the story that's gone, the more your coach will be able to help you along in the story that is to come. God has great things for you. He does, but we have to address the story. We have to actually humble ourselves to be able to talk about the story. It takes great humility to come before an audience and say, I've had an abortion. That's, that's being real humble and vulnerable. And first Peter five, six, and seven says, therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you.
no matter how bleak it looks, when when if you if you think about your story and it brings tears to your eyes or your heart rate uh, increases or you have butterflies in your stomach, unload that, unload that onto God, cast all of your care upon Him because He cares for you. John MacArthur says this in his commentary regarding First Peter five six and seven. He says, this is an Old Testament symbol of the power of God working in the experience of men, always accomplishing his sovereign purpose. God will lift up the suffering, submissive believers in his wisely appointed time. Is it your time? Is it your time to reveal your story to God and to yourself and to be honest about the roles that you played in it. And, and by no means am I talking about the people who have had trauma done to them. I do not want to be misunderstood that you don't, your perpetrator is the person who should be asking for forgiveness right? Your job is to forgive them whether they ask for it or not. That's in God's word. And that all by itself may be where you're stuck. Forgiveness is a difficult thing to do, whether we, we're trying to forgive someone else or ourselves. It's a difficult thing to do, but it's required. You have to do it to move on. So you have to be honest with that story, baby. You have to be honest with it. If you don't know what it is, like me, I didn't know what it was. I didn't realize that I was stuck in anything. I just fell off. But once I started to open up to God and just ask him to reveal to me what is going on, what do I need to, to you know, kind of deal with? Psalm 107, 13 through 16 says this. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and broke their chains in pieces. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to imagine yourself chained to this thing, to this story. And I want you to imagine God just coming in and breaking the chains in pieces and you see pieces just shattering about you and you look down and you see that there are no attachments and you can move, you can leave, you can walk away. You have been rescued. That's what God does with our stories. He comes in and he rescues us from that shame and grief and guilt and regret of the past, where the darkness is. He, he brings you out of that darkness and he breaks those chains and says, you are free. You are forgiven and you are free. The rest of those verses read beginning at 15. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he has broken the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron in two. That symbolizes freedom. And the children of men, that's everybody. That's everybody who believes in Jesus Christ. That's you and me. I don't know why we have 
the stories that some of us have, but they're ours. But what I do know is that those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. That's what his word says. Doesn't matter what your story is. He's going to work it for the good. To end this episode, I want to ask a few questions of you. And you can write these questions down if you like and journal the responses to them so we can begin on this journey. So number one is what is one trauma that you feel you still struggle with? What is that trauma that you feel still tugs at you? that still comes up and causes you to make decisions that you normally wouldn't. Then answer, who caused this trauma, you or someone else? And you don't have to do names right now if you don't want to, but just identify the the cause of that trauma so that you can bring it to the forefront, right? And if if it's you, then you would be asking for forgiveness. And if it's someone else, you will be asking God to help you to forgive. And then number three, how have you handled this trauma? What have you done this thus far? What have you done thus far? Have you addressed it or have you hidden it? Have you acknowledged it or do you just put it away and don't ever want to think about it again? And then I want you to search God's word and write out scriptures of what God says he will do with that trauma. Search the scriptures so that he can remind you of what he's here to do for you. There is no trauma that has happened to you or through you that God can't use. There is no story that has been developed in your life that has to be the end. So we will not allow these stories to drown us. We will own the story so we can heal from the story. All right, that brings us to the end of this episode. And I pray that this resonates somewhere along your story so that it could be used for God's glory. I will see you guys next week, same time, same place. But until then, remember this. Don't be so uncomfortable with the darkness of your past that you're too fearful to walk into the light of your future. God bless you and have a great week.